Big news on AM radios being required, which are necessary for emergency reasons and so much else. Moving, advancing in Congress now to a Senate committee. Uh, and joining us now is Curtis Leggett. He is the national uh, president of the National Association of Broadcasters, which is the biggie that oversees, advocates for basically TV, radio, everything. And uh, Curtis Leggett, we're so happy to have you here on the show. Thank you. This is a big deal. Oh, I'm, I'm thrilled to be here. And you're right. It, it is a big deal. I think in, in this polarized political climate, when you've got the level of bipartisan support that we have for this piece of legislation, and it's strongly bipartisan between the House and the Senate, you know, more than 170 co-sponsors, almost evenly divided Democrats and Republican, uh, we're thrilled for the congressional support and very optimistic on this bill's progress. Curtis, who is the uh, the one uh, uh, senator from uh, that voted against it? Senator Gary Peters from Michigan uh, voted against this bill in the Senate Commerce Committee this week um, on the 27-member panel. Uh, he was one, so there were 26 yes votes and and one no. He's a senator from the state of, of Michigan. So, you know, when you look at his constituency, the heavy auto presence, I guess not all that much of a surprise. Uh, but I think this signals that in spite of all of that and the heavy shoe leather that the car manufacturers have been putting in to oppose this bill on Capitol Hill, uh, we, we've got the numbers on our side in the Senate. Curtis, you let me know what car manufacturers are approaching, and we will give them hell. Their stock will drop 50 percent, I'm sure, after I finish with them. <laughs> Well, listen, we're, we just couldn't be uh, more pleased with the progress. As you all know, you know, this bill was introduced a little bit more than two months ago. And that what has really driven the bipartisan support for this is that over the last 10 weeks, more than 300,000 AM radio listeners from across the country have reached out to their members of Congress talking about the importance uh, of the medium. Uh, and, you know, there's a public safety element to this, as you know well. There's just a popularity element of this, 82 million Americans tuning into AM radio every month in this country. And then there's a diversity element. You know, there are, uh, there are programs airing on AM radio stations across the country that the economics just don't work on any other medium. We're available completely free to any demographic that wants to tune in, um, whether you want your religious programming, conservative, liberal, news, sports, we've got it all. And that's why I think we've got a coalition here that's very, very strong and gives us a strong chance of getting this over the finish line, uh, this Congress. But there's a lot more work left to do. That's awesome. And everybody, we're talking to Curtis Leggett. He's the president of the National Association of Broadcasters. Um, Curtis, also real quick, remind everybody out there uh, why it is such an important thing, especially with emergencies. There's been a lot of late uh, where there has been, you know, a lot of, you know, physical issues, health issues. There's so many different reasons um, around the country where AM really is a lifeline. Yeah, and, and there's really two two primary reasons for that. The first is, as you just pointed out, if you're dealing with a hurricane, a wildfire, a tornado, other natural disaster, other forms of communication go down, uh, AM has the infrastructure and the redundancy to ensure that our stations are going to stay on the air and that on a very localized basis, uh, audiences can tune in uh, to get what they need and find their way to safety. Then there's the lesser known piece of this, that the emergency alerting system, those alerts that go out from FEMA, uh, on AM, on FM, to your television stations, the entry point for those alerts is 
uh, roughly 77 AM stations located across the country that are equipped to stay on the air in a time of massive disaster. And so if you don't keep those AM stations viable, uh, you're not going to get those emergency alerts, even if you're not an AM listener. So this is critical in a time of emergency. And I think for these legislators on both sides of the aisle, that argument in particular has really resonated. I remember when uh, the whole Northeast was out and people gathered around their cars to listen to WABC radio to find out what the heck is going on. The whole Northeast was out of power. And if you have an EV, an electric vehicle, guess what? Even if they try to hook you up by Internet, that's going to be out. Yeah, AM is the place to go, the only place at at those critical moments. It has to be real AM, not an AM through their electronics. And and what they wanted to do, I understand, is instead of giving you free AM radio like everybody gets, they wanted to charge you $9.99 to to tune in. Yeah, it was like a cash grab for something you're getting for free now, which is crazy. That's that's exactly right. Look, if, if you zoom out here, I think we all understand what's going on in the automobile, which is that these manufacturers want to ensure they can monetize every element of the consumer experience in the car. So whether that's subscription services or by monetizing your personal data, that's the game. And AM and FM radio sit outside of that ecosystem, completely free, locally available, no dollars needed, no expensive data plans. And it just doesn't fit in uh, with the, either the tech industries or the auto industry's plans for the automobile. And, so we're fighting and, back against that. And Good. protected by FEMA. Uh, FEMA is spending a lot of money making sure AM stays on the radio, even in nuclear attack. They've been they've FEMA has been tremendous and, and the FEMA administrator has been very outspoken about the need to keep AM radio in the car. Thank you so much. And uh, we'll talk to you. Keep us informed because we are we we're out to get the truth out. And uh, uh, thank you for everything you do. And God bless you and have a great weekend. Well, th- thank you for uh, just talking about this issue as frequently as you are. You've been tremendous partners in this, and, and I'm, I'm game to come on here anytime you'd like to talk about it. Fantastic. Thank you thank so much. You. Hi, it's Lou Dobbs for Priority Gold, America's precious metals dealer. These are volatile times with high inflation, soaring debt, wars on multiple continents, and rising financial stress. Central banks are buying gold to diversify their reserves, so are many Americans. Call Priority Gold and find out how precious metals can help you diversify your portfolio. They're highly rated and happy to help. Call 1-866-303-6357 or get a free gold guide at PriorityGoldGuide.com. That's PriorityGoldGuide.com.